This episode is brought to you by me, Emily, the Minimalish Mama. Getting rid of clutter, physical, digital, financial, and spiritual, sets us free from overwhelm, shame, and mom guilt. It creates space in our home, schedule, and soul for prioritizing what really matters in life. But getting started is the hardest part. Enter your free guide to decluttering your life. This free guide has checklists for what to get rid of now in every room, 155 things to be exact, plus how to reclaim your time and joy from comparison and guilt, and how to create space for what you really love. It contains over 20 pages of my best tips for decluttering and organizing, and The best part is that it's completely free. You can download your free Decluttering Your Life guide at the link in the show notes or from theminimalishmama.com. Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. Hey guys, today's show might just change everything you think you know about making your bed. If you've ever wondered why your bed at home looks nothing like the beds on display in stores like West Elm, Kimmy, Bree, and myself are going to teach you how to properly make and style your bed to achieve that cozy layered look. We're also sharing our habitat hacks, like the surprisingly easy way to get pea smell out of a wood floor. So stay till the end for Pillow Talk, where we'll share a few finds we're loving lately. All right, guys, so when it comes to assembling the proper bed and making your bed the right way, this is a topic that I would have thought I understood before we discussed it in depth, and I realized I was doing it wrong. Same. I really think Brie needs to take this from the bottom up because she definitely was the one that kind of enlightened us into, oh, that's how you make a bed. Yeah. Before, I'd always wondered, like, why does it look so flat? flat? (laughs) We didn't believe that. Because it was flat. (laughs) Literally. Yes. So to start your bed, you are going to obviously have your sheets. So you have your fitted sheet and then you have your flat sheet. Um, I like to fold my flat sheet over my quilt. And that's another thing is you need like a thin blanket, a thin quilt, or what else? A coverlet, I think is another name for it. I like to pull that over the coverlet. So then you have about mm, two feet of your fitted sheet exposed. And then you have the layered flat sheet over your coverlet or quilt. And that's going to be your first layer. So do you girls make your bed like that? So I do it a little differently because I do have a printed sheet. And you and I talked about this, and I don't know if you remember, on Marco Polo, of course. But what I think what you told me that typically people do who have printed sheets where it's not printed on both sides Mm -hmm. is you actually put it on upside down. So when you fold it over, you see the print. However, I have a work around this because I don't like the thought of it being upside down. So I put it on the right way, but I actually, I fold it over once and then I fold it back. 
so you then can still see it. The print is showing, and you can pull it up just like when you're in bed, like everything else. But it's on the, the correct way. I don't know if that's correct, but I like doing it that way. And so I think that's a great idea because then when you pull your blankets, it just unfolds. you can still see. It's the like print, an accordion though. unfolding. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And you can still see the print. That's a cool idea. Emily, how do you make your bed with your first layers? So, unless I'm making it fancy, I just pull the sheet all the way up as high as it goes and then pull the quilt up over it. But if I'm making it fancy, then I'll fold those two back a little bit. Gotcha. And you fold also, them back together? Yes. I do. But that's not right. It's not right. <laughs> See, this is why... We went over this. I know. So you got to fold it like... Because it all has to be like tucked in tight. I don't do the tucking. Although, unless I'm doing it fancy, but I typically I don't tuck. tuck. You every tuck? Every day. You do? <laughs> I make my bed. Well, lately I haven't been. But I invested in all of this stuff. I'm going to make it. And it's going to be beautiful every day. There you go. <laughs> the folding part of it, I still haven't quite figured out. You did educate me on the difference between a quilt versus bedspread versus duvet. Yes. Because I thought they were interchangeable. So I had, when I first redid our bedroom from when it was pink, that's a whole story. I, um, (laughs) that was a big mistake, by the way. Um, so when I first redid it from its pink stages, I bought a duvet cover that's a linen blend duvet cover from Amazon that was highly recommended on somebody's home decor blog. And I thought that was what you pull all the way up to where your pillows start. Mm. And it just didn't, it never had that layered, cozy look to it. I I thought the same. I have uh, this, we're literally sitting on my bed, in case you're wondering, and I have a linen... Um, duvet from H&M, by the way. I will link because I think H&M has wonderful bedding materials. I got one for my son's room. Yeah, H&M is just like, the price point is perfect and it's just really great. My coverlet is also from H&M. But I was always pulling up my duvet all the way too until Brie was like, oh no. No, that needs to be folded at the end of your bed to add height and texture and dimension to your bed because otherwise you are going to have a flat bed. So you want your sheets, you want your quilt or your coverlet, and then you want your duvet folded nicely at the end, and that's going to give you... Sorry, explain what a duvet is, because a duvet is a cover that goes over... An insert. So you have your quilts, which is like a thin blanket, and then you have your comforter, which is like those poofy blankets that you get in a set with the pillows in that plastic zippered Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. yes if you buy those please 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 don't use the pillows that come in that set please don't do that you need to you need to mix in your bedding and when you have a set no offense to anybody that does have a set but it looks a little bit cheaper so to have a more high-end look you're going to want to bring in your blanket and then have different pillows that coordinate but aren't matching because i have a set though now that i'm thinking about it my king shams are i'm talking about the decorative pillows that come in the little little bag you know when you or you have like a comforter that's like polka dot and then it comes with like a polka dot lumbar and a polka dot Uh correct just pick one also i feel like that's okay because it's separated from your duvet by a lot of other colors and textures yeah yeah 
And a lot of people just use a comforter and pull it all the way up and call it good. I think a bed looks more high-end when you have all these layers added to it. So then you have your duvet, which is, it looks like a comforter, but it's just plain white on the inside and it has different filling in it. And then you put a duvet cover over it, which you put the insert into the duvet, and that's what you fold at the bottom of your bed. And a lot of times, I don't know, I have a linen one. That's a whole other story. I've been wanting a linen duvet cover for a very long time, and I finally invested in one. And well, you should specify. You have, like, this, what is it, like, Belgian linen or something? Like, yeah. this special linen? I have a linen duvet, too, but it's just from H&M. Okay, so I went on Etsy, and I got a Belgian linen duvet cover, hand-sewn, handmade, with the buttons and everything. Um, it was an investment, but I do not regret that purchase. It's beautiful. Whatsoever. It just, it softened even more over time. It just looks lived in and natural and, uh, I'd love it. It's amazing. Another tip with duvets, like, so my insert I've had for, mm, long time, eight years, and it's flat. Like, I think that I could get away with a duvet cover from H&M just fine. But right now, honestly, this one is just so flat because the insert itself is flat. Mm. So you can always invest in an, another poofier insert. I have a, a down. Yours one. is very poofy and I love it. Yeah. We got one yeah. ours as a wedding present and I have loved that thing. That thing is Down. Been... Okay. That's cool. I love down filled stuff because you can fluff it up. I do too. My husband hates them. I do. So does mine. He's like, they poke me. He's like, every single time I sit down, a feather pokes me in the back. I'm like, I don't have that happen to me. I don't know what you're doing and sitting on these pillows that you're always having these feathers poke in your back. I always find like little I piles of them on my sill. Though that that's why your duvet looks so fluffy is because it's down filled. Okay, I'm getting a down filled insert. They also but make it, down alternatives. I was just as well. gonna say that yeah. there is down alternative, which is about the same feeling. Yeah. So, okay. And I think it can be cheaper. It is cheaper. Putting this yeah. on my Christmas wishes. And then you don't also don't have to worry about allergies because some people are very allergic to downfilled stuff. Okay. Down alternative. Yeah. Can you find me one on Amazon? Send me the link. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe we'll seek and ye shall find. <laughs> so the point to a bed is having layers. And then you can have your accent blanket thrown at the bottom. And the, the biggest thing when you're making your bed is you need to have multiple textures. So on my bed, I have a velvet quilt. And then I have my linen duvet. And then I have like a woven texture pillow. And then I have another accent pillow that has fringe and stuff so you're mixing all these different textures together yeah so mine i have my printed sheets then i have a waffle knit coverlet then my linen duvet and then i have a knit it's like a chunky knit throw at the bottom mm -hmm. yeah and and then we should get into pillows but you want to say your yeah textures? so mine i have smooth like that we got these performance sheets from Target that were, like, way more expensive than any sheets I had ever bought in my life <laughs> because my husband was like, look at this thread count. This is amazing. So we got these performance sheets from Target. And um, so I have that, like, kind of satiny, smooth layer. Cause do you like, like that? Extra smooth. I do. I don't. I like my uh, lower thread count. <laughs> Are they White performance? So are they more slippery? Yes. Oh, see, I would not like yeah. that. I like a cotton. 
Yep. That's why I like my other lower thread count 100% cotton. What, do better. you know how many the thread count is? I could look it up. Actually, I, got, I did look it up. I got sheets that were, like, they said they were silky, but they weren't silk. And it was 400, I think. And I loved them. These are 800 thread count. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to feel them sometime. Next time I come over, can I feel them? Yeah. (laughs) $95. Holy moly. Yeah. I was like, do you know how many pillows we could buy for $95? (laughs) Wow. So I have those. Then I have the quilt that you guys helped me pick out, mm-hmm. also from Target. Mm-hmm. It's got channel stitching in it with little tufts, like the really tiny, like little tufted pattern Texture. on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so small, it almost looks like a really little polka dot. And then I have my linen blend duvet cover. So I got that linen-y um, texture with then a throw blanket that I put on top that is... It's not as chunky knit as your blanket, but it is a looser yeah. knit blanket mm-hmm. that I then put on the end, which we should talk about. Are you pro corner draping or do you like it to go all the way across the bed? The I've, done, I've done both. I do. With this chunky knit, it's a king size and my bed's king size, but this is like really oversized. So it kind of needs to go over the whole bed. And I personally, I don't like the precise, like folded nicely. Like I like to fluff it a little bit and make it look a little scrunch. Scrunch is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's how I do this one, but I do like the corner throw if it was a different blanket. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the size of the throw. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. My throw that I put on the corner is pretty small. It's really small, actually. But it has this really long fringe on the edges. Mm-hmm. So it looks really good, I think. Like, just casually thrown over the do corner. Do you casually throw it? Yes. You do? I do. Because I feel like I do things like that, and then I'm, like, touching it up and making it (laughs) look even more... For pictures, I have to, like, zhuzh. Okay. Zhuzh it up. Yeah. But I also sometimes just casually throw it on the chair that's in our room. So, usually in pictures, it's actually on the chair instead of on the end of the bed. I want to see you casually throwing it one time. Can you take a video of yourself casually (laughs) throwing throwing it? it? Yeah. Love to see it. Love to see your throw. (laughs) Speaking of throws, let's get into pillows now. So, Bree, do you want to talk about pillows? Okay. That's a really good segue. Everybody needs at least two pillows on their bed, I believe. Um, two, when wait. You, two sleeping pillows. At least? Like, they need more than just Not two. more than. I'm saying wait. they... Oh, maybe I said that wrong. <laughs> you need two pillows per person. Okay. Oh. Yes. Okay. Like two, two pillows. pillows. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, at least two pillows, like one on each side. Yes. You, yeah. Anyhow. Two pillows per person. Per person. Um, and you can either stack them on top of each other. And then I, some people like to have like the little open end that you put the pillow in on the outer edge, but I don't care how that looks because they never fall I totally the same agree way with you. on mm-hmm. the pillows. It's, if you look this up online, they tell you to do that. I don't, I don't look it. But I've always done it in. Yeah. So I put the open end in mm-hmm. and, and I stack my pillows. Now, depending on the accent pillows that you have, then you can layer your pillows like standing on end one in front of the other and then have like your Eurosham's or your lumbar or something like that. What is a Eurosham? 
A Euro sham is a square pillow, typically, what is it, like 26 inches, mm-hmm. I believe. It's a square. You need two of those for a queen bed and three euros for a king size bed. Fun fact for our podcast, I wanted it to be named What the Sham. <laughs> Come on, listeners, tell us, wouldn't that have been an awesome name? <laughs> Continue. So you have your euros, so you need a base. You at least have to have three accent pillows, I think. Do you girls agree? You need yeah. at, least, at least three. I like the euros because they really fill in the space. So they cover your everyday pillows a little bit, but you can still see the ends of them sticking out. And then you can either have a lumbar in front of those two euros. Which, or what is a lumbar? A lumbar is a elongated, thinner pillow um, that stretches across. They're usually like... Um, 12 inches high by at least 30. Well, it depends inches. because mine is technically a lumbar, but that's only 24 inches. It's called a lumbar. Okay. So it's an elongated pillow. Yeah. And that it's going to be on... longer and skinnier, mm-hmm. shorter, yeah. shorter. Rectangular mm-hmm. or a tube cylinder, yeah. cylinder yeah. shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you can have that or you can add even more pillows. So then you could add another square pillow in the middle or you could do two smaller like 24 inch, 22 inch pillows in front of the euros and then a smaller pillow. You typically don't want to go smaller than 20 inches on your yeah. bed because it looks just too dinky, like a 16 inch or an 18, 18 inch. It just inch, looks yeah. too, too dinky on a bed. I actually do mine a lot different than yours. So what, I guess I'll describe this. I have a king size bed. I have two king shams that came with the duvet, like they're the gray linen. So I put them up upright like standing up on themselves and I put them right up against the headboard and then I put three euros in front of them standing up and I do my little not chop but my little press gently <laughs> because chopping is so 2000 and creates the vibes <laughs> um although the other day I was watching HGTV and Zoe Deschanel she was on this like celebrity IOU with property brothers because, you know, she's dating one of them. Anyways. What? She, how do you not know this? I Zoe's, did not know this. I love Zoe. Uh, she's Zoe, dating one of the property she's brothers. She's dating Jonathan. And how have you not known this? I don't know. Anyways, she was helping decorate the room and she did a complete <gasps> chop. And I was like, no, no Zoe, no. no. <laughs> Zoe, don't chop. Anyways, I have my three euros, and then in front of my euros, I actually have my two standard pillows. Because you have a king-size bed. You need Because I have a king-size bed, and those are the pillows that we actually sleep... Well, we'll get to this later, but one of them I sleep on. And then I have my lumbar in front of it, which was a hunt, and I love my lumbar, but it took a while to find. But it is the perfect color. Yes. And pattern. And texture. On my bed, I have... When I'm doing it fancy... I will do two normal size. I have a queen bed. I should specify that. So I have a queen bed. I have two normal... Standards. Standards. Yes. For each of us. For me and for Brian. And I usually um, stand them up. So we have double layer normal size pillows. That's partly because Brian's pillow is like an inch thick. So... It by itself does not work. So, gotta put another pillow there in front of it. So, he has three pillows? Or you have two? Two. Okay. Yeah. And then I have some other pillow in front of mine. So, my side is a little bit thicker. Okay. 
but you can't really oh, tell. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Really? You need you can't to think really it, tell. You need to listen to my tip later. Okay. <laughs> so I got the two pillows standing up, and then I have two euros that you guys helped me pick out. Because before, I was doing your standard throw pillow, like the kind of throw pillows you put on 18 your couch. 18 inches. Uh-huh. 18 inches. That's too small. And I was like, why does this look Dainty. wrong? Scale mm-hmm. is everything, people. Yeah. Yes. Putting Bigger, the big the yes. Euro pillows on just filled the space so much better and just, ha- it just has so much more presence. So I have those two euros, which are like a woven texture with a whole bunch of tassels coming out of them all over on the front. Is that Opal House from Target? Yes, Opal okay. House. Yep. So it's like all kinds of texture going on there. And then in front of those two, I have the lumbar, which is also kind of that woven. It's not, it's softer than burlap. It's not like a burlap, but it's kind of on the way to burlap. And it has like a geometric pattern in like a fuzzy textured, I don't know, on, on the fabric. Okay. I don't know what you call that. It's fabric that sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> and then it had tassels on each corner but my children have Uh-oh. been playing with them and now it only has a tassel on one corner oh dear <laughs> cut sni- it off yeah snip that i know off. <laughs> i need to what i really need to do is just sew all the other ones back on but i've just not or just around cut to off it. the one and then you have to deal with it I, yeah, I but you love the tassels i do like the tassels don't let your kids play with it yeah they chew on it what, what in the world <laughs> why are they like <laughs> Animals like the texture. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's bizarre. Oh, it's funny. We could talk about headboards as well because my headboard situation is very so unique. Very is so weird. So our house is over a hundred years old and it's only had two or three owners. I think we're the fourth owner. Um, the previous owners have lived there for almost 50 years, and they loved wood and all things wood. <laughs> so much wood. Oh my goodness, we went through so much paint. In our bedroom, he custom made this headboard shelf. <laughs> it's so weird to explain. We'll put it in uh, the Instagram story so you guys can see it. It. He put it in the corner of the room. <laughs> it's so The weird. corner. The corner it's of the, the room. So we also have two windows in each of those corners right next to the Flanking shelves. It. Yeah. yeah. And and it's not symmetrical either. Oh, With, it isn't? No. I've never noticed that. No, it's not. This oh, he dear. just plopped it in there. So it's flat with a vent in the corner about halfway up and then we have one, two, three open shelves, but the third shelf on the top sits in farther into the corner. So it's just like I don't know, like a half a pizza box size. Stacked. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so weird. So because we have an old house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In the back. It's two normal shelves. And And then then the third is like set back into the corner. So because this is an older house, our bedroom is a corner L shape. And the original side of the room used to be, you know, the square normal walls of a room and then they expanded into the sunroom which was along the side of the house so you enter into the square and then you have a rectangle off of that and in that corner of that rectangle that's where our bed is and the other walls are all jacked up i mean we got angles because they just uh, 
it's it's very challenging. And because of this corner bed situation, it's the only way I can have my bed in the room without the queen bed taking up the entire square of the original room or it's too the bed is too long to go in the other side. So this is like the only place I can logistically put this bed. So I'm stuck with this built-in corner shelf thingy so I can't have a headboard. I'm making it work, but You really do. It's yeah. beautiful. And we'll link pictures in the show notes and on our Instagram, which, by the way, we have an Instagram, and you should check it out because... Dwelling Place Pod. Yes. Brie, you've done a great job with it. Thank and you. how you styled it. It really looks... It looks intentional. Do you remember the dangly lights above the bed? Yes. Oh, yes. <sighs> so, he has these light... Had. They're no longer there. Thank goodness. These gold floral bulb things on chains that he swagged over so they're right over the center of the bed and then hung down like three feet so it it looked absolutely insane so and because this is the addition side the angle of the roof line comes down so i couldn't like put another even a flush mount it would still stick down too much so we just put in a can light and called it good we're making the best out of the situation but it's this this house has been a challenge like i love the house i just wish sometimes i could have normal window placement and (laughs) normal straight walls so i can rearrange because i love to rearrange and and i can't aren't lath and plaster so you can actually put other story (laughs) oh my word yes but that being said, headboards are very, or something that acts as a headboard mm-hmm. is very important to having a bed. I, for many years, didn't have a headboard. And when I got my headboard, which I'll talk about later, I just, it just made the room. So my headboard, I bought when we bought our first house in Arizona. So I was going to do our room for real as a real grown up adult. So I actually bought a rug and I bought a headboard and I bought throw pillows for our bed. Our Previously, our bed had none of those. Oh, things. wow. Like, at all? At you all. You just had a comforter and pillows? I like had pillows? a quilt, and I had our sleeping pillows, and then I had two little throw pillows on there that matched the comforter that we originally got when we were married. Came wow. as the zipper set. <laughs> the the zipper whole set. thing. Yeah. So this was a massive upgrade. Mm. So it's from Amazon. It's a white velvet headboard. And I love having the velvet texture. I didn't know that was velvet. I didn't know it was velvet either. Oh, yeah. It doesn't come through in pictures. No, it doesn't. Yeah. In pictures, it looks pretty flat. But it is a white velvet tufted headboard with some curve. Like an arch. Yep. Yeah. A real... Really, like, feminine. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, Ryan would say it's very feminine. <laughs> yep. It is very girly. So, yeah. And it's queen-sized, and I, when I redid our bedroom, I really wanted to get a new headboard that was more boho and, um, or mid-century modern. And I haven't found, I just haven't found the right one yet mm-hmm. or been able to afford it. I love the Seeking West you Elm. Shall find. I know. I love the West Elm one. There's a really simple, sleek wood West Elm one. But I think I know which one you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Too. But, like, everyone has it, yeah. first of all. And Brian also vetoed it because he wants something cushy and padded. I love the cushiness now. Now that yeah. I have it, I don't want to go back. Yeah. So. 
I I agree with Brian on that one. <laughs> so I have the velvet headboard, and then I have rougher textured throw pillows on the bed, and you have velvet and then linen mm-hmm. on your bed. So we've talked about like the different textures we have going on, but another important thing to incorporate into your bedding is pattern. Right. So I actually, these girls helped me pick out what kind of sheets I wanted because I realized that I wanted something, you know, a lot of times a tip they tell you is you always want to throw something in your design of whatever you're designing, something unexpected. Yeah. And so my bedroom is a little bit on the more masculine side. I try to do that because Ryan does not like anything feminine, which is like a joke, a running joke between Emily and I, because she does so many feminine things. <laughs> and her husband, Brian, doesn't mind at all. But my husband would totally hate it if I had anything feminine. I also personally don't like feminine things, so it works in our marriage. <laughs> um, but it's funny because with the pattern I chose... I wanted something that was more amoeba-like, <laughs> like not, <laughs> how do I describe organic? it? Organic? Organic is a good way to, yeah. like, it's not lines, it's not, I don't know, it was something that I think organic is a good way. So I actually got Ryan to approve purchasing floral sheets, and it's just something really unexpected, but they're they beautiful. work. Like, they, they're from Target, I'll put them in the links. But they just, they work with the whole, like, I have different colors going on. Everything's very neutral. But then with these, they just, they pop a little bit and they're really great. As well as my lumbar is a color, which everything else isn't color except my headboard. And so that also is just a little bit unexpected and pops. So that is something to think about, to do something that's a little bit off Mm -hmm. and don't have all geometric prints or all straight, you know, stripes. Like something that's just a little off. And with that, we're going to take a short break. We will be right back with our Habitat Hacks. All right, we are back, guys. So Habitat Hacks. What do you have, Emily? Okay, so I have how to remove cat pee or dog pee smell from wood floors. (laughs) Really fun. This has been an ongoing problem for me, as you girls know, with our dog. He didn't really have this problem previously before we moved here. He's only, we think, seven, eight years old, probably. So he's not that old. He's a small terrier mix. But he acts like he's an old man. He acts. (laughs) He kind of looks like like an old man. He really does. He looks like he has a little beard. His little fur. He's black. Like, imagine a Scottish terrier with an elongated body. That's him. He's like a mix between a wiener dog and a Mm -hmm. Scottish terrier with a chihuahua's bark. (laughs) (laughs) And so, in the stress of What's his name? Sirius. As in Sirius Black (laughs) from Harry Potter. In the stress of moving across the country and then living in a rental house that was on a busy road, very different from our cul-de-sac, and not having a doggy door anymore, he was very confused, and basically we've had to re-potty train him all over again. And they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, which (laughs) I would agree with. 
So we have done the puppy pads everywhere, but there's still accidents that happen. We've also taken him to the vet many times to get checked out and they say he's perfectly healthy. There's nothing wrong with him that would cause him to keep peeing in the house. The only thing we can really think of is that the previous people who lived in the house also had dogs and a cat. Mm. So if they peed around the house and it soaked in, like we don't necessarily smell it, but Sirius does, so he feels like he needs to constantly mark his territory. Mm. I have two young kids. Make enough messes. I don't <laughs> need this. We bought a fancy carpet cleaner machine that's like a rug doctor, but made for rugs that you can have over wood floors because it doesn't fully, it doesn't saturate the rug as much, so you don't have to worry about damaging the wood floor. Mm. So we bought this special fancy carpet cleaner, which I use all the time. You should probably link rug. that. Yeah, I should. Because it is wonderful. Yeah. I've used it. Bree's going and I'm to use it. it right yeah. Now. <laughs> we just keep borrowing Emily's rug doctor. Yeah. And as much as I cleaned the rugs, I still couldn't get rid of the pee smell in our family room. So we rolled up the rug and it still smelled like pee in there. So then I was Googling how to get rid of pee smell in wood floors, thinking like, what can you do for, like, it's obviously soaked through the rug into the wood floor multiple times over a long period of time. Is there anything you can do for this? And the answer is yes. You can just use straight up white vinegar. You rub it on the floor, let it sit for a few seconds, and then rub it, wipe it off. Wow. What do you wipe it off with? Uh, he, in the video I watched, he used a paper towel. I just used two different microfiber cloths. So I had, I Because poured, you're so eco-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I poured the white vinegar on one cloth and wiped it in, like, a big section. Because I literally wiped the entire floor by hand on my hands and knees. Oh, my word. With vinegar and wiped it up. It was a process. So I just wiped down like one section with the vinegar and then I used the other cloth to wipe it off. Like wax on, wax <laughs> off on the whole floor because I wanted to cover every inch that could yeah. have gotten pee. And it smelled like vinegar for a, like a few minutes maybe. Really? When you, like walked in there, it smelled vinegar. That's it? That's it. Because I've washed walls with vinegar before when we had horrible tenants. It reeked in there for, like, days of Really? Vinegar. Yeah. I wonder if it soaked into the drywall more. Yeah, maybe. I mean, because I only let it sit on there for a few seconds, like, just long enough for me to go down the length of the room, mm -hmm. pretty much, in one section, and then wiped it back off. Wow. And so it smelled like vinegar for a little bit, and I was a little concerned, but then the vinegar smell yeah, evaporated. Yeah, it goes away eventually, yeah. anyways. And I can't smell any dog pee. That is awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. And they say this works for cat pee as well, which is even harder to get rid of, of a smell. My mom can attest to that. Yeah. That's really interesting, though, and awesome that you found a solution. So for my habitat hack, it's actually kind of funny. Um, and it probably not every single person could use this hack. But if you are the type of person that could, I'm telling you, this is a game changer. <laughs> so along the lines of bedding and pillows, I was telling these girls, I was going through this whole big ordeal about the fact that my husband, I love him so much, but he's a hot sleeper and he sweats a lot when he sleeps so and he's also bald. So it makes for 
very yellowed pillows. <laughs> <laughs> My husband is not bald, but we have the same problem. Yeah. So very yellow. There could be lots of people that may have similar situations going on, but I was noticing that I had these like lighter, creamy, ivory colored pillows and his would always turn like, it would turn it more yellow mm. than just cream. <laughs> and when I got the new pillowcases, I was like, I am not putting this linen, <laughs> natural colored pillowcase on his pillow because he's just going to make it look so gross. So I came up with this little hack that what I do is his pillow is actually not part of all the pillows I put when I make the bed fancy. So I have this one pillow that's his pillow and I put a black pillowcase on it. So I never see it discolored. Mm. And I actually, I have two or three black pillowcases. So when I'm washing them, I have, you know, another one. Um, and I store his pillow up in the closet. So when I make it, like, I'm not, like, switching pillowcases. Because, like, if we have people coming over and I'm like, oh, I want to make the bed look nice. Even though people don't come in here. But, you know, it's me. I just have to have it look nice. I leave the door open and, like, admire my bedroom. But um, I just stick his, instead of having to change the pillowcase every time, I just keep him with the black pillowcase and put the pillow up in our closet. So that is my hack. If you have somebody with a sweaty head who leaves stained pillowcases, just get them a special pillowcase that's, and I advise black because then you can't see anything and just store it away when you're making your bed. That's a great hack. And I know you shared it with me a long time ago, but I also need to start doing that because like I talked about my fancy expensive sheets, 800 thread count that Brian picked out. Oh no. He got a nosebleed. Oh, no. And stained his pillowcase. If it was black... Yeah, you wouldn't you see wouldn't it. You wouldn't see that. Yeah. Well, and also with yours, and I know you said it doesn't bother you, but because his pillow's so thin, like, it doesn't match with the thickness of your pillow, so I feel like that would look a little uneven. Right. So you could just throw his pillow, like, it can even be like an under-the-bed storage thing. Or if you have a closet, throw it in the closet. It sounds like it's very small because it's very thin, <laughs> but you just store it away and you have a different yeah. pillow that has your pretty... Well, Brian's closet is literally right there. There you next go. Next to his bed. So. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and also you do have a hack because I was going to say, what do you do when your hot sleeping husband... Not hot husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, our husbands okay, are hot. <laughs> that kind of came out wrong, but um, they are very warm and they're sleeping and sweaty. And not only do they make the pillowcase yellow, but they make your white velvet headboard yellow. <gasps> oh, Lord. How do you get that out? Folex. <laughs> it is the best cleaner you will ever buy. It's like $12 on Amazon. Spell it for us. F O L E X. It's fantastic. Um, it gets out baby poop cause hashtag reality. Um, <laughs> urine. It gets out blood, rust, ink. <laughs> this stuff is just phenomenal. Highly recommend it. I actually gave it as a baby shower gift to my oh, cousin. That's I awesome. gave them my favorite bib, my favorite diaper rash cream and a big old bottle of Folex and said, you will need this. That's so funny. I actually use Resolve, which is like the same thing. And it's gotten so many different things. I think it's probably basically exactly what Folex is, but it's gotten one time Ryan spilled Buffalo wing sauce on my white rug in the living room. 
And it, like, totally got it out. Oh, yeah. This gets out coffee, too. Which, like, a couple days after I got my new living room rug, spilled a cup of coffee on my brand new rug. And then my son also peed on the rug. So I'm like, well, this is a good (laughs) test to see if it came out. And it did. Like, you would not be able to tell. The rug you ended up selling, like, a week later, right? No, that's the rug I have currently. Oh, okay. I thought it was the rug you ended up selling. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect transition into our highs and lows. So my highs and lows actually is kind of related to the whole bedding stuff because it's about something in my bedroom. I have, we're actually all currently sitting on my bed right now, as I mentioned before. If you're looking, if your back is on the headboard and you're looking directly forward, you're seeing my dresser. And then on top of my dresser is a TV. And we've had this TV. It's a Samsung, which I totally recommend because they last forever, even though they're more expensive, but they're worth it. They're an investment, but they're worth it. Um, this TV has been with us for 10 years. It's a tiny TV. It's 32 inches. And when we moved into this house five years ago, it was like our main TV in our apartment. But then when we moved here, we transitioned it into our bedroom and then got a bigger TV for, you know, our living room. When I was redecorating my room this past, like, a few, in the beginning of 2021, I had the idea, I really love, if you know what this is, they're frame TVs from Samsung, where they have these, like, beautiful frames around that. So beautiful. Yeah. They make these frames that are, like, bezeled, and, like, you just, like, snap them on, I think is how it works, and then when you put them on the wall, the wall mount is just so thin that it like looks like it's artwork and then you Mm -hmm. can like put artwork on the tv so like it's just really cool (laughs) but they're like the smallest size like a 32 inch is like a thousand dollars that's not happening because i'm not gonna spend that kind of money what i want to do is i want to do a diy but the problem is is initially when we were renovating this room or remodeling this room i was thinking of doing like a gallery wall with the tv Because Mm -hmm. there's a big blank wall behind my dresser. So I was going to do the TV and then a couple pieces of art next to it. And it all looked kind of like art with the DIY frame around the TV. But then with your girls' help, I don't know if you remember, Marco Polo, you were kind of looking at it and you're like, I think a gallery wall would just be too much. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of feeling the same, that it just needs one large piece of art or Mm -hmm. like, well, just one large TV. However, again, my TV's so small, like when you look at it right now, it's just like dinky compared to the dresser and the wall. But my high, so my high is that I've thought of a way that I'm actually going to make, or well, I'm not going to, Ryan, (laughs) Ryan is going to make a frame and I saw something on Pinterest and I cannot for the life of me find it again. But they made a DIY frame TV, but they had a mat that they made oh. with it. Oh, that's cool. So, so they like seem more substantial. Yeah, and it made it look bigger. And so I was like, that's how instead of me buying a bigger TV because I'm not going to spend money on that, I can just make a faux mat with a faux frame around my tiny 32 inch TV and then make it look substantial and bigger. So that is my high. The low is is that I need my husband to do it. <laughs> And he has like 
10,000 other jobs to do for me right now. So I'm hoping that this is something that we get done by the end of the year, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, my low is that my mailbox is leaking and it has been for a little while. So well, what do you mean by leaking? Yeah. Like do you <laughs> put mail? water in it? The when it rains, when it rains, there's a part of the mailbox that's rusty, and I think it's just following the trail. So whenever my mail lady comes and puts my mail in, it then sits in a puddle of water, and then uh, so I'm having to oh. hang up my checks to dry on my refrigerator, oh my uh. and it's just like I've had it. I've had it having wet mail, yeah. and so. My high is that I get to look for a mailbox. And right now, um, my mailbox post was previously white and chipping. And so I sanded that and repainted it black, but my mailbox is white and rusty. So we're now going to get a black mailbox. So it's all going to match and I'm going to get new numbers. And I'm so excited. That's awesome. I have, we got a new mailbox a couple years ago and it's black. But don't get the numbers, I may have already told you this, but don't get the black from Lowe's. <laughs> I'm like putting down a brand, but <laughs> I love Lowe's. But don't get the black. Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sponsor us, except don't listen to this. Um, the black, because I wanted it to just look like gold letters. Uh-huh. Because I didn't want the white box on a black and mailbox. And that's what I have on my mailbox now because it's white and they're terrible. They flake and I've had to replace so them. So these are flaking. So I have the black background with gold letters and they looked so sharp with the black mailbox because the black background matched and like, so it just looked like gold, but now they're flaking. Mm. Yeah. I got to find something more permanent. Yeah. Mm. If anybody has any ideas, send them my way. (laughs) Future seeking you shall find. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to start with my high, actually, that then goes into a low. So... My laundry room has several good features about it. Originally, it was one house, and then they divided it into two apartments, and then they made it back into one house. And when we first moved in, they had the washer on one side of the room and the dryer on the other side, and we got that fixed. So now they're both together, but the rest of the room has just been an ongoing issue because... It's just been like the dumping ground room where we put stuff that we don't know what to do with. Mm. I don't have a linen closet anywhere else in the house. So I want to have my linens in there. I want to have my cleaning supplies in there for a while because we don't have an attic that's usable and we don't have a basement that's usable. I had to use that room to store all my Christmas stuff. And anytime we were in the process of renovating any other area of our home, that was the dumping ground for all the tools and the shop vac and ladders and all of that stuff. You helped me realize that I could transition the room that was our guest room into a storage room because it was a teeny tiny little box of a room and it was just miserable to be in as a guest because there was literally no space. And you learned this because you were renovating your bedroom and you had to sleep in your guest room. And that's a hot tip. If you guys have a guest room, act like a guest and sleep in your guest room because you're going to discover, oh, these pillows are terrible. This bed is uncomfortable. I, Mm -hmm. where do I plug in my phone? Yep. So we transitioned that room into our storage room now. So it's totally lined with shelves. And now I have a space to store Christmas stuff and suitcases and all all the things can go in there. 
The other thing with this room is that we want it to be a workout space. (laughs) (laughs) Very multifunctional. My husband has a triathlon bike because he's done triathlons. And so he has it set up on this bike trainer and he wanted a TV in there so he could watch the TV while he rode his bike. So we've got that set up. But then one day I just had this flash of inspiration that... Now that I moved out all the Christmas stuff from the little closet that's in the laundry room, I could put the TV in the closet. And I could stick the dresser in there, and then suddenly there's so much more room to do laundry and to exercise, and it's just going to be so much better. Not too long ago, when Brian was... Brian and the boys were out and about, I took it upon myself to totally rearrange this. I was so excited because I was able to move his bike and the trainer all by myself. I got it all switched around, rotated it 180 degrees, hauled the whole dresser in there, and like reinstalled all the drawers, moved the TV in there, got it all set up, and here's the low. You can't open the drawers. (laughs) Oh no. The folding doors for the closet stick out too far. And you can't fully uh, open the, worst. the drawers. So. Are you going to take off the doors? I thought about taking off the doors. I might do that. Just still. like hang a curtain? Yeah, mm. it's a possibility. I don't love. Mm. I don't, I don't love, I don't love a curtain either, but if it, you can't open know, the drawers. Or get a new dresser. Or get a new dresser. I know. Something that fits. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is that there's all this dead space in the corner from, like, the dresser where you can't reach. Oh, because it's too in deep. The corner. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's a huge waste of space. So. Sounds like you need a new piece of furniture then. Yeah. Something that will fit in there better and can still hold the TV. Right. Unless you wall mount the TV. Right. And then it, you don't need to worry about... Yeah. Which, by you the way, could. I forgot to mention about my the DIY frame TV. I'm going to link the wall mount. I was looking at a bunch of, like, tutorials, and there's a special wall mount for TVs that's really, like, the tightest you're going to get against, like, flush against the wall. Ooh. Not that you'd want, need that for your laundry room, but just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Another thing you might be able to do in that closet is instead of putting another piece of furniture, what if you had Brian build you shelves that are only on the half like down half the wall so that would replace your drawer situation it would just be shelves and then you can still have it open and accessible for like putting your vacuum cleaner and whatever else whatever else you have the carpet cleaner and vacuum cleaner on the other side the beloved carpet cleaner yeah i think that would look super cool because then you have. can still add baskets to categorize mm-hmm. and organize and have it still the look pretty. But that might be towels. a cheaper, easier solution without trying to find, like, a per- piece of furniture that's right. going to fit in there. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. But maybe the low is that I have to have Brian build it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my low. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe there's a hack I can figure out using a cube unit. Yeah, there's an idea. To put, like, it in one half. Yeah. And then make the space. Yeah. So, there are options here. You have to take a picture so we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, and update us on this closet situation. Yeah. All right, and our last segment is pillow talk. What are some of your favorite things, Kimmy? So, 
along the lines of talking about our bedding and all this stuff, I mentioned earlier that I'd talk more about my headboard because I am loving it. And it's just like, unfortunately, it's been discontinued. So I can't link it, but I will link things similar. It is upholstered. It's not tufted like Emily's because, again, I try to go more like masculine. So, yeah, I think they call them panels. Oh. Um, but it's vertical panels as opposed to... That's what it said on. I think it's a channel. I, it's channel. Yeah. It said panel when I looked it up. They spelled it wrong. They <laughs> meant to say channel. <laughs> I'm going to look this up and show these girls. But anyways, they are... It's like vertical as opposed to horizontal. Mm-hmm. I wanted horizontal, but I couldn't find one as high as I wanted because I wanted extra tall. So I'm glad I, you went with vertical. Yeah. And I actually really love it. It also has the little wings on the side. Like, I don't know. What would you call these? Like Wings. Yeah. Yeah. They're little wings on the side. So you feel like you're like, it's, they literally only come out like five inches, but it's just like, you feel like enclosed and just like, because of the height of it, because it's upholstered, it looks very high end to me mm-hmm. and it feels high end. And then... What I love is I actually changed my headboard. My bed was on the other opposite wall and I never had it on this wall because of these ugly windows and I didn't want like my bed to be under these weird looking windows. But I realized this is also another tip for beds when what they say, like they, I don't know who they are, but what people say is the best placement for beds is when you're walking in a room that you're looking at the bed that the bed's not on your side blocking your way to get in or whatever you want to be like looking at it so when you walk into my bedroom you actually look at those weird windows so I was like you know what I'm gonna try this I'm just gonna get a tall headboard and then I'm going to put curtains behind and I actually got this idea from Nate Burkus and Jeremiah Brent when they did I don't know if you girls watch the HGTV, it was Rock the Block. It's like designers go against each other. I saw and, a few episodes with my grandma, and then I never saw the finale, so I don't even know who won. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. You can tell me. I'm never going to watch it. Well, I'm not going to tell viewer, listeners. Oh, okay. You Sorry, guys, guys need to watch it, because it's really, <laughs> like, jaw-dropping, like, really? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Like, really? Because um, I wanted Nate Burgess to win, but whatever. Anyways, they had behind their bed, they had a panel, like panels of drapes, like curtains. A wall of drapes. Just like the whole, like it was an accent wall of drapes. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I do that with my headboard, then I can hide these ugly windows that are literally, they're so weird shaped and so ugly. And it just, like, to me, I walk in here, and I don't know about you girls, but I feel like it's, like, very, like, hotel, classy, elegant Mm -hmm. looking. Yeah. It looks high-end. Yeah, it looks very high-end, and I'm just, I'm in love, and I will show a picture of it, but I have to say thanks to Nate Burkus and Jeremiah Brent, because (laughs) they did it. (laughs) Emily, what you got? Okay, my favorite thing is my new printer and ink subscription. Oh. So, Yes. And I got the HP Envy 6052E. It is so sleek. And it's white. Oh, and it blends in with our white cool. cabinets. Oh, that's and it's so oh, sleek like and simple. And it does a fantastic job. It was 
$99 at Walmart. I printed full color, full page photos on it and it did a great job and haven't had any issues. And it was so easy to set up. It was That's amazing. Great. But the best part is the ink subscription that comes with it. So you can set up HP Plus. It will sense when your ink levels are low and it will automatically send you new ink. That's like really important because I can't tell you how many times I'm about to print out like packing slips for things I ship out to people and I'm like, I'm out of ink? What? Yeah. And I have to like run to Office Depot or Walmart to get ink. It's like... It's such a pain. Yeah. yeah. And That's I used really to always cool. order it on Amazon and the descriptions would lie and tell you it was compatible with your printer when they oh. really weren't. And it's a whole hassle because then you can't really return it when you already opened it and... Yeah, whole mess. So it's fantastic. It's That's awesome. You can set like how many pages you print in a month, roughly. And so it kind of, there's different pricing tiers, but I'm on the bottom tier, which is 99 cents a month. And it'll send me my oh. ink. Nice. Whenever I need Very it. Very cool. Yeah. And my pillow talk for this week is some plant food from Happy Happy Houseplant. She has an Instagram account. And you guys, there is just this secret concoction in there that just makes <laughs> your plants grow like crazy. So plants that have been dormant, no growth for literally years, now have like five new sprigs coming wow, out. Of that's it's crazy. fantastic. So I highly, highly recommend it. It comes in this cute little packaging and it has this little amber glass bottle with this dropper and you only need like a quarter of a milliliter per quart of water. Wow. And you can use it on your house plants, on outdoor plants, on edible plants. It's just phenomenal and it has done wonders for my plants. So I highly recommend that. Mm, awesome. Very nice. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode. So please hit us up on Instagram and let us know. Send us an email and tell us what you want us to talk about next. Please leave us a rating and review and share your thoughts. And be sure to visit the show notes for pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. We will see you here next week right here at The Dwelling Place.